Sports 56 Mornings. Good morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everyone. 9.04 the time. Final hour for us today. Final hour for us this week, in fact, here on Sports 56 Mornings. Greg Gaston, Eli Savoy, Zach Boyd with you from the Family Leisure Studios. Family Leisure, their floor model sale is going on right now at 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40. Currently, it's raining. It's snowing. No, it's raining. But it may be snowing later tonight when the temperature dips. It's currently 50 degrees and the winds are howling at about 16 miles per hour. Now, tonight it will get into the low 30s and then the upper 20s. We're looking at a okay Saturday, but then things go to hell in a, ha- a uh, handbasket. Is that what they say? Hell in a handbasket? Mm-hmm. Sunday night into Monday is what they're saying. And the prediction right now is snowfall, maybe up to three inches of snow. And with Monday, it's a holiday, so that's a good thing. There's less people on the road. But it's a bad thing because it is the big event over in or over at FedEx Forum with the Grizzlies annual MLK Junior Day game, but also the symposium, the Legacy Awards. And I think the Legacy Awards get underway at 3.30, the game just after 5. That is a great event. Love that event. And hopefully the roads won't be too bad and everything will be fine. And everybody can get to town for that event on Monday. The uh, Grizzlies will be playing the... Golden State Warriors, that particular game. But they have tonight the Clippers, tomorrow night the Knicks, and then the Warriors on Monday. So three games in four days for the injury-riddled Grizzlies. Now you got me. What was the, what's the little thing? It's raining. It's pouring. What's the, the old man is snoring. And then what after that? I don't and know, but I said snowing, bed, which was wrong. What's, what did he say? What? Well, I, from it's raining, growing it's up, it's pouring. like he went to bed with a cold in his head. And now he eats something in the morning. He went to bed with a cold in his head. Yeah. And now he was sick. That doesn't sound right, but yeah. But again, it's, raining, that's it's pouring. Look at the old man is snoring. Yeah, I, I said there was bumping of the head. I thought there was a bumped his head. Somewhere. I don't know about that. I bumped my head because I said it's raining, it's snowing, but that's wrong. It's raining, it's snor, it's raining, it's pouring. The old man is snoring. He went and and. Couldn't get up in the morning, something like I that. I thought he was. I thought he. Yeah, I thought he bumped his head. He couldn't oh, that get up may in the be it. But what did? What's right before? What he? He'll look it up. Zach, by the way, looks fabulous in his. I don't remember. Aqua the, I don't remember the cold in his head. I was thinking he bumped his head. Yeah. So it's raining. It's pouring. The old man is snoring. He went to bed. He bumped his head. And he couldn't get up in the morning. That sounds depressing. Yeah. So, so you were it. right about the bumping of the head. I was right that he couldn't get up in the morning. Because he was not, he was unconscious, probably. He knocked himself out. See, that was, see, this is like, when I was a kid, I used to do this thing, and I never questioned it, but now I'm like, so if he was already snoring, wouldn't we presume he was already in bed? It's raining, it's pouring, the old man is snoring, so he's sleeping in the bed. Then he went, but then it says he went to bed. He went to bed, bumped his head, couldn't go to the morning. Maybe he was, well, he was, sleep, already, maybe he was sleepwalking. He was already snoring. He should have already been in bed. What's he? Right. Maybe he's sleepwalking. He's snoring. Then he bumped his head and never got up in the morning and he died. Hey, some of those things that we learned as a kid, man, they're like disturbing. Let's, let's be honest here. Uh, we're going to be joined in just a moment by Brandon Lang. And then later on, 10 in a row, the game show that has swept the nation. I'm excited about this one. I think this is a fun one. So the... Super Wild Card Weekend, six games, three on two on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. The game on Saturday night in Kansas City, 
they are looking at the strong possibility of historically cold record numbers. Record cold. The coldest NFL game on record. I'm sure that you've heard of this if you're a football fan, just a sports fan. That was... 1967, the NFL championship game that was December 31st, 1967 to be exact at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It was minus 13 degrees, but the wind chill factor was 48 below. Now, there was a game at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati, the AFC championship game back on January 10th, 1982. It was nine degrees. It was 59 below wind chill in a game in which the Bengals won 27-7 over the San Diego Chargers. But we know it's warm in Vegas, at least it normally is. It's time for Brandon Lang. It's time to handicap this week's action. Joining Greg and Eli is sports handicapper Brandon Lang, subject of the movie Two for the Money. It's P equals P. You walk into a strip bar and you let her take your hand and drag you into that champagne room. Pressure equals problems. You just can't do it. And I'm telling you, pressure equals problems in the NFL. Get Brandon's plays at BrandonLang.com. There's four things you can't handicap in sports. There's, there's four things. Penalties. Turnovers, player stupidity, and coaching stupidity. What are they smoking? Also, listen to Brandon with Clay Harbor and Cam Rogers on the Believe Podcast Network. You're on a dating app, and they don't show a body picture? Run! Run! Now, here's Brandon with Greg and Eli. He is Brandon Lang. Are you in Vegas or in New York right now? I'm in Vegas. She's actually flying out uh, right now. To spend a couple days with me. She wants to see me film um, my TV show called Cappers, which is going to air on Pluto Network. We're finishing up episode two this weekend. Um, it has turned out absolutely fantastic. It, it's um, you know, Andy White did Punk with uh, Ashton Kutcher, and mm-hmm. brother did Entourage, Rob Weiss, We Bros, their production company. Andy's directing. Um, it's so well written, it's fun. I've had a blast. Um, How many episodes wait, are you going to do? When are we get to see so it? We're is- doing, okay, so so we're doing two now, and they'll air. They'll literally air in the next uh, you know next two or three weeks once they get through uh, oh, okay. get through post, and then we're going to do two more in March Madness. We got some great private investors, and we're going to do two more in to start football season. And we're just going to keep you know it's just it's great. We're well, if you need night. if you need cameos, Eli and I. Um, you know, just pick up the tab. We'll fly out to Vegas and meet you out there and, and do some cameos. Well, I can put anybody on the show I want. All you guys got to do is get here. So, so it's... It, 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 like, like we shot a scene last night with me and Andy. Um, so Steve-O, who's on my website, um, wants me and Andy to train like these young handicappers. And, and Andy's drunk and we're in a bar shooting pool. <laughs> and Andy's like going, you know, I'm 5 and 17, my last 22. He's going to fire me if I don't train these guys. And he said he was going to fire you. And I'm kind of looking at him going, a movie made about me, Andy. He's not going to fire me. I mean, I'll let him think he can fire me, but he ain't firing me. All right. So, and I'm on a heater. So, uh, I'm on a heater. And I write more money than anybody at the site. So, he can say he's going to fire me, but trust me, Andy. You, on the other hand, I just got to get you out of here. It was just a great, just a great, great scene of me talking him off the wall. It's uh, it's going to be fun. So, she's flying out to watch two days of filming. Um, and that's the funny thing about it is Andy wants to put her on camera because he wants to show my significant other. Because what he's trying to do, he's trying to say, he's trying to show, like, my whale comes to town. 
and I get off this massive private jet, and we just went down to the islands. We're coming in to bet the games week 17, and I wake up in the private jet. I'm like, where are we? He's like, we're in Vegas. I get off the private jet. I got my shirt off, my Louis Vuitton backpack over my right shoulder. You see how ripped I am. It was Andy's idea, and he, it's like on trust me sports gambling. And he wants to put sexy women in this and that, and I'm like, Andy, I, I just can't do sexy women, bro. I'm mad in love. He's like, what do you want me to do? Am I going to cast a girl as your girlfriend because she won't be on camera? And I'm like, well, there's a very good chance of that. So just understand. Uh, she's not, uh-uh. He's like, damn. So we're trying to figure out how to maybe try to get her in this nightclub scene that he wants to see, but she doesn't want to be on camera. She's so hot. Oh, my God. She's so hot. And I just like, i got to figure out a way to pay my diet. She has to do this one scene for me. That's it. So I don't know if she's going to do it. I don't think she's going to do it. And so now Andy's like, how can I show that the, 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 the lead character of the show like Vincent Entourage, she says, that's you, you're the show. He's like, how do I, well, then you have to cast to go be my girlfriend, I'm going to be on camera. So anyway, it's, it's, it's a little, you know, your man, you date this guy for five months, and he's going to be on a TV show, and now you don't want to be on TV, so then you have to accept the fact that he's going to have a girlfriend on the show. Now, you know, it's just, it complicates things a little bit, but I don't care, we'll figure it out. But it's, it's, the show's great, can't wait to see her, have a seen her in a couple weeks, and, um, you know, how the battle game go? I think it was the Ravens, right? No, it was Buffalo. You want? Oh, okay, you want, good. You want Buffalo? Yeah. The um, by the way, I was I don't I was I don't even know what I was on. I, I think I was going through like some apps or something the other day on my TV, and I saw I saw Pluto TV, and I thought of you. I was like, hey, there yeah, it is. I got too. it. I know where I it is. Saw that. I do yeah. have it. I know I can watch it. You got it. So it's going to be great. It's going to be really, really great. So it's just uh, I think you know I'm I'm pretty pretty happy about it. Um. You know, I come across pretty funny, as you guys know. I'm a pretty funny guy. So it's, uh, we can say that. You can't um, say that. Yes, you are funny. You say that. You are so funny. It's, it's, All right. So we'll see what happens. And you said, yeah, you're, yeah. you said you're on a heater, too. So you got the, the slap game came through. And then, so what else has been happening? Oh, because you've been hot. College, college basketball. So let me ask you this. How hot I am in college basketball? Last night, I went to 15-3 and three my last 18. 15-3 and three runs. What would you say was the biggest upset on the board last night in college basketball? Last night? Oh, the biggest upset? Actual yeah, outright upset? They, they beat him. Yeah, they beat him. First oh, we was Santa, Santa Clara. There you go. Plus eight. Best bet. Night before last, Georgia at home. Minus two of Arkansas. One by eight. Night before that, Boise State at home. Plus two and a half for College State. They won outright. Um, just, just. And I'm, when I tell you that those are the ones out of the website, there are dogs that I'm, I'm, dogs I'm leaving out that I like that I don't use because I like these dogs better. Like, I looked at Miami of Florida. Plus the points over Miami. I said the Hurricanes, are, they're so due for a letdown. I'm not saying Louisville's going to win the game outright, but I kind of like Louisville. I like Iowa State. I like UCF. Just these home dogs in college basketball are barking. I mean, they are barking. It's unbelievable how many home dogs are covering college basketball right now. So to your listeners, find home dogs, guys. Mm-hmm. Find home dogs. Start riding them because they're barking all over the place in college hoops. Well, speaking of home dogs, I know you like them. You like them in the NFL. And we do have uh, one. Uh, we got a couple, but one of them leads off the NFL playoffs tomorrow afternoon with Cleveland favored at Houston. Uh, are you going with the home dog in that one? Okay, so all week long, I've been leaning towards Cleveland. And as I say in the opening, what's four things you can't hand out? Coaches' stupidity. Coaches' uh, penalties and turnovers. Penalties, turnovers, coaches' stupidity, players' stupidity. Right. 
If I were to tell you since Joe Flacco became the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, who's got the most turnovers of any team in the NFL as quarterback? Joe Flacco. Flacco yeah. yeah, he's he, thrown a ton of interceptions. Bunch of touchdowns, bunch of interceptions. Right. Okay. So now, what's what's the killer in the playoffs on the road? Turnovers. Turnovers. Can't turn over. And so, and then you're like, well, the Browns have the number one defense in the NFL. Okay, that's great. Um, they took last week off, gave up 31 at, this is on the road, at Cincinnati. At Houston, they still gave up 22. At the Rams, they gave up 36. At Denver, they gave up 29. At Baltimore, they gave up 31. At Seattle, they gave up 24. At Indy, they gave up 38. At home, they're great. At home, no one defense in the On the road, they've gotten lit up. The whole world's on Cleveland. Sorry, boys. I'm going to take the Texans at home, buy it up to plus three. I, I'm, I like, I'm with you. I like Houston in that game. The more I look at it, yep. I, hey, the way CJ Stroud's playing, I mean, it makes sense. Yep. I just, I, Joe Flacco is a turnover machine. It's a great story. It's an unbelievable story. An unbelievable story coming off the couch. But all stories come to an end. Yeah. For the old man. Last three seasons in the playoffs, the home dogs are 8 3 and 2. So your home dogs, the only other home dog. We fast forward to Monday night. Is Tampa minus three against a reeling, or excuse me, plus three against a reeling Philadelphia Eagles team? I came on the air on your show when Philly struggled with Washington on the road, one thirty-eight thirty-one, and I said they're not. And then they beat Dallas. They were ten and one, and I said this is the most overrated ten and one team I've ever seen. And I used Kansas City against them, and Kelsey fumbled at the five-yard line going in. Casey's going to go up 10, and they lost. And I'm like, they're not that good. They should have lost that game. Then the next week, they went to Buffalo. Oh, they had Buffalo at home, and Josh couldn't hit the tight end, Davis, in overtime. They threw it the wrong shoulder. They lose that game. And I, I went with Buffalo, got a push. Then they went to the Niners. I unloaded on the Niners, win it. And with the Dallas, unloaded on Dallas. I said they were the most overrated 10 and one team. Then Monday night, I went with Seattle. Got a win there in a game they shouldn't have lost. Guys, I called this the most overrated team in college in NFL that I'd seen in quite some time, even when they were 10 and one. I said they, they shouldn't be 10 and one. You know, I went back to the fact that they shouldn't have beat Washington the first time, 34 31 in OT. Um, I said that they lose to the Jets. I said, just, I said they're just not that good. And I had Tampa Bay the first meeting and watched Baker play like garbage. But as bad as that secondary is, as bad as they're reeling right now, I got to take, I got to take, I got to take Tampa plus three. So you're well, taking both home dogs. And Hurts yep. is still the finger. Now he says it's progressing or whatever, but uh, A.J. Brown wasn't apparently at practice the early part yesterday where the media got to see it, so you don't even know what their health situation is. It's a it's a tough situation for Philadelphia. Yep. The, yep. Um, speaking of tough, I mentioned this. Tua's from Hawaii, played at Alabama, now plays in Miami. Now he's got to go play a game in, like, negative temperatures. Um, I would love Miami against Kansas City, except for the weather scares me for them. What do you think? This is, this is what I love. This is what I love more than life itself. This is what makes me the happiest human being on the planet Earth. There were two Monday night games on that Monday night when Tennessee was playing Miami. The Giants were at home against Green Bay. And I like the Giants are the home dog. But I just looked at Miami and Tennessee with Will Levitt starting and said, oh, my God, the Dolphins are going to run this team out of the gym. So I used Miami and I laid up. I think it was 13 or 12 and a half. And they, 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 by miracle, 
by miracle of Moses parting the Red Sea. They get a turnover for a touchdown, a huge score fumble, and they go up by 14 to five minutes to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, one stop, we're going to get the cover. And I sit back and watch Vic Sanfield set in a zone and watch him allow Will Levis to go right through him. They go for two, they get it, they cut it to six. Now they go three and out, they punt, and I watch Vic Sanfield set right in the zone <laughs> and watch Will Levis go right through him again. Did not blitz one time on both those possessions and they shock the world, and they lose that game outright. I turned up my TV, and I said, that's going to cost them. I don't know where it's going to cost them. I don't know how it's going to cost them, but that's going to cost them the division, and they're going to have to go on the road. And Mike McDaniel and Vic Sanchez suck it. That's what I said to myself, <laughs> literally. I said, they can suck it. I said, take that, you bozos. Player stupidity, coaching stupidity. I said, that game is going to come back to haunt them and their season, Jack Nicholson, a few good men. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We live by words like code and honor. Who's going to do that? You, Lieutenant McCaffrey? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? Anyway, <laughs> this is where it costs them right here. They now have to get, they win that game against Will Levis Tennessee. They're home in Cushy, Miami, where it's 75, 80 degrees. Chilling at home. 27 below windshield factor. Nice job, Mike. Go to the Geek Squad. Work at Best Buy, pal. Fix some computers because you're going home. Ha-ha! All right, speaking Sorry. of... So, you, so you're like me. You don't have faith with them in the cold weather. <laughs> no, speaking of cold... No, listen. Not with that coach. She looks like he really does. Looks like he, works, he does. He's, he's the manager... Of the Geek Squad. Have you watched the? Uh, have you watched the? Uh, the uh, what are you? Hard Knocks in season with the Dolphins. Have you watched any of that? I was going to until they buried me on Monday night, and I'm not watching it until they're out oh, of the playoffs. You, you talk night, about ul- you talk about ultimate dorkness. Now they they love him. The players love him, but he is like, yeah, he's just like, wow, this guy's the football coach. He seems like the ultimate dork. All right, speaking of cold, I know Buffalo's got to be cold, but Pittsburgh's used to cold because it's cold in Pittsburgh. Buffalo, a 10-point favorite in that one. There's something going on here with Steelers. I know lost out. I get it. But this is a double-digit dog built to play in bad weather. And Mason Rudolph is just... He's just something else. And, and listen, they... Beat the Ravens. Ravens set their starters. I get it. The game that impressed me was when they went up to Seattle and they beat the, they beat the Seahawks. Yep. And you were on you that know? one, too. And, and, and I was on that one. And I'm just like, you know what? Mike Tomlin, this is just the type of game he covers. The grimy, gnarly, ugly, Pittsburgh grimy game. I mean, listen, Buffalo beats Dallas. They look great doing it. Dallas looked horrible. Then they went out to Chargers, lane 13. Probably should have won that lost that game out, 124-22. Then they play New England and and struggle 27-21 as a 14-and-a-half point favorite in a game that they had to win. And then they go down to Miami, and let's be honest with one another, if they don't get the pump return, they're not winning that game. against a banged-up, injured Miami team. So I, I get it. I get it. You're back home. But I, I think they're doing it with mirrors. I think Pittsburgh hangs around and gets it done. And and Josh Allen will probably turn it over three times to to make sure that absolutely most frustrating quarterback to watch in the NFL right now. I've to the Cowboys we, they have dominated home we know that they got the long winning streak at home everything else uh, Packers Jair Alexander rolls his ankle in some like walkthrough yesterday uh, they don't know about his situation they don't have him that's another that's a costly injury Jordan Love's been playing great can they hang around with the Cowboys? 
I think this is your over. I think this game flies over the post total. I think Green Bay can score. I, I do. I think Green Bay can score. I just don't think they're going to stop Dallas from getting 38. Initially, I was leaning toward Green Bay. Like there's, you know, as this week progressed, I was kind of on Cleveland and Joe Flacco, and I was kind of on Green Bay plus the points and, and talking to myself and the fact that Detroit went in there and covered and probably should have won the game outright. And then I take a step back and I go, wait a minute. I think Houston's the right side of the game, and I wouldn't touch the Dallas-Green Bay side, but I just don't see how Dallas and Green Bay don't go over the post. So see, see, to, me, to me, this is the don't overthink it game. Take Dallas, lay whatever. They're rolling in this game. I, I think they're, I think you're going to end up winning this thing by by 21 points. And then yep, the, I think you're right. Rams Lions final game. Uh, this one could be the best game of the of the six. Yep, and right. I think it's the easiest. I think Dan Campbell's going to regret in places you don't know, stay with a few good men reference. In places you don't know, talk about at parties. I think he's going to regret playing the starters last week. I get it. I know what you're trying to do. You lost Laporta. You should have rested mm-hmm. your starters. And I think you're facing a Rams team that when they were sitting at three and six, nobody was paying attention to them. Nobody, you know, McVay struggling, whatever. They win seven of their last eight games. And the best team in the NFL, the Ravens, they went in there week 14 and probably should have won the game outright at seven and a half point dog. Lost in overtime, 37 31. That's their only loss in the last eight weeks, was at Ravens. The same place Detroit went, coming out of their bye week, lost 38 to The bad matchup for Detroit, it really is. It just is. And you know what? It's no one's fault. They, they beat Dallas. They don't face the Rams here. They, they face Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, you go back to that Thanksgiving Day game when Green Bay went in there and just went up and down the field on them. I just don't think Detroit's defense is good enough against this Rams offense for them to win this game. And if you're a U.S. push comes to shove gun to my head, who do you trust here? Trust Goff, you trust, you trust Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. Stafford. And Detroit wants that rematch with Dallas so bad too. And I I'm with you. I, I don't think they're going to get it. I think the Rams I think the Rams very well could beat them. All right. Well yep. listen, enjoy the games. Enjoy uh, your time with your girls heading to Vegas and enjoy your uh, taping as well, your of your new show. Lots going on in the uh, Brandon Lang world. It's, uh, Detroit's the paddle game. I'm sorry, Dallas is uh uh Rams for the paddle game. Okay. Rams the paddle game. And uh, we're good to go. She's getting paddled when she gets her, by the way. She, she made a few mistakes. She's getting racked. Take way, care guys. of business, so. <laughs> my friend. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Friday. Bye. Thank you, Brandon. Go oh, didn't mean to cut him off there. So he said Rams as the paddle game, right? Is that what he yes. said? Okay. Moving can be stressful, folks, but not when you got the professionals to help you, not when you got the professionals doing that move for you. Yeah, when you're trying to do it yourself and you're hiring your lazy friends to try and help you move or asking them to help you move. Yeah, that's when it gets stressful because you don't even know if they're going to show up. They don't care about your stuff. They're throwing it around. Things are breaking, all that stuff. That's when it's stressful. But not when you got professionals, not when you got the right people to help you move. Then you don't have to worry about things. You know all of your stuff is safe. It's going to get where it's going without any issues. And the fright professionals are black tie moving. Talk to the folks at Black Tie by giving them a call at 901-316-6196. Or you just go to blacktiemoving.com slash Memphis. You talk with them. They work with you. Come up with a plan for your move. Fitting your needs, that's the most important thing, but also fitting your budget as well. And you do get a no-obligation quote up front so you know exactly what it's going to cost. Then you know your stuff is getting where it's going. Maybe you want them to do everything from the packing to the unpacking. That's fine. They'll do that. 
Maybe you need some storage. Uh, maybe it's a little timing-wise between getting rid of your old house, getting your new house, whatever. Maybe you need some storage. They can take care of that, whatever it is. Whatever you need, that's again, that's, you're going to come up with that plan working with them to get exactly what it is that you need for your move. So give Black Tie Moving a call. Again, 901 901- 316-6196 or go to blacktiemoving.com slash Memphis. Get the professionals on your side. Black Tie Moving. All right, when we come back, it's 10 in a row. The game show that has swept the nation. Don't delay. Jump on the Sports 56 listener lines right now if you'd like to play at 901-360-8255. I don't think it's an extremely hard category. It's not easy, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports56WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings. Good morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. So, we got a text. We're talking about the, uh, of course, the old man who was snoring. Didn't get up in the morning. Uh, Somebody says his wife probably bumped his head. I believe that's an accusation of murder. I believe we have we now have somebody accusing the wife of murdering the old man because he was snoring. Well, I, I which I'm not. I'm not I understand the point. Yeah, I understand the point. It would yeah. make sense, right? He's snoring. She's mad. She can't sleep because he's snoring. She takes a hammer, knocks him over the head. He doesn't wake up. Right. There was a homicide. Yeah. I mean, it's it's he. This is an accusation of murder. That's. I mean, where's SVU when you need him? Um. Somebody else. Uh, John says that's a. That's also a Three Doors Down song. Did they sing about the old man snoring? Why not? <laughs> you know what? That actually that actually jogs my memory about that. Wait, really? Like, yeah. Three Doors Down like made this into a song? The I old man snoring so. song? I remember hearing it one, one time. Man, groups take anything. Little Red Riding Hood, that was a song. I forget who did that one. I mean, just they take any kind of, like a fable or a saying. Another one says, Run out of material. Every time I hear it's raining, it's pouring, I can't help but follow with my love life is boring me to tears from the old Barbara Streisand song. Jeez. Really? Babs? Babs well, and Brolin? Come, come on, on You man. should take off the me to tears. It would make sense. It's raining, it's pouring, my love life is boring. Yeah. That would, But the me to tears part, she ruined it. Just stop there. Just stop at the boring. Stop at the rhyme. How about you you're throwing, you know, it's raining, it's raining, it's pouring, my love life is boring. Went to one of those three in the morning hotels for $10 oh. an hour, and now I'm okay. <laughs> that you were talking about earlier. I don't know what you're talking about. I just said, I, I don't I said I could get you a hotel room at three in the morning. That's all there I said. There you go. I didn't say that. I just said I could you find have, you. You have connections. I just said you may not want to stay at said hotel. That's. But Mario actually did text in. He said he researched the Sterling Hotel in Dallas <laughs> and read the reviews. It says, seems like there's nothing Sterling about it. Yeah, yeah, they weren't Sterling reviews. Time now for 10 in a row. Not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, but 10 in a row. It's the game show that has swept the nation. It is 10 in a row. 
Give you the prize package in just a second, but if you want to participate, 901-360-8255. You know the number by now, 901-365-8255-360. Excuse me, I screwed it up. 901-360-8255. I should know the number by now. Sports 56 listener lines, jump on board. Don't delay. What are they playing for? By the way, speaking of rain at the point, the rain is almost gone. If you're downtown, you ain't got no rain anymore, but it's almost out of here. But isn't it expected to come back tonight where it may turn into snow? No. The snow's not till Sunday. No, the big snow, but I thought it might be some flurries or something tonight. There well, might no, be a little bit after more this rain here's gone, I don't think it's supposed to do anything until Sunday. It's supposed to be sunny tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be fine. I already mentioned that, but I thought I read that on the forecast earlier today. Anyway, what are they playing for? We have a $20 gift certificate to the Crazy Coop. We got $50 to 117 Prime. Of course, wonderful steakhouse downtown. Got a couple of Malco movie passes, a couple of free haircuts from Supercuts, and a $50 gift certificate to Blinds Etc. South, all going to the winner of 10 in a row. Today we're doing... Real nicknames of NBA players. I will give you the nickname. I won't tell you the name of the player. I will give you the nickname. If it's a nickname that a player has used or is using, it's a yes. If not, it's a no. Real nicknames of NBA players. I don't know. I put it together. I like it. I think it's a fun category. It's not something you just look up. Give it a shot. 360-8255. You're not penalized for, for losing, folks. But you are penalized, perhaps, if you wait, because somebody might just nail it and win the prize package. 360-8255. couple of texters say that Little Red Riding Hood was a song uh, that was done by the Memphis group Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Wow, Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs did that one? Little Red Riding Hood. That was good. That's a good song. Did we, did we confirm that somebody did It's Raining, It's Pouring, The Old Man Is Snoring as a song? Three Doors Down? No. Okay. I didn't see anything. But I do remember hearing it from somewhere, though. All right. Well, well you thought the guy. Look it up. You'll, you'll you find also it thought the guy went to bed with a cold in his head. He did went to bed. With <laughs> you aren't accusing anybody head. of murder. You think it was just a simple medicine deal? This was the. This person's accusing the wife of murder. He went to bed with a big old knot in his head from his wife who killed him. Yeah, that's well, exactly least, what happened. Well, at least the old man in my in my story went had a cold instead of getting abused. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he went to bed. Yeah, but he overmedicated. He killed himself <laughs> that way. You got to be in a cold in his head. He never woke up. Either way, he didn't wake up. 360-8255-901-360-8255. Real nicknames of NBA players. I will give you the nickname, not the name of the player. If it is a real nickname that has been used or is being in use or is in use now, it's a yes. If not, it's made up. It's a no. Now you can update it. Like he went to bed, got COVID, <laughs> didn't wake up in the morning. <laughs> got falchied. All right. Uh, Mario's first. What's up, Mario? Hey, Mario. Hey, what's going on, guys? Let's, let's try it. All right. Real nicknames of NBA players. The Big Dipper. No. 360-8255. Wow. One of the greats of all time. Right off the bat. Steven is next. Hey, Steve, Steven. how are you? Hey, guys. How are you? Pistol Pete. Yes. Holiday Inn. No. The Truth. Yes. Stevie Franchise. Yes. The Squirrel. No. Spider. No. 360-8255. We got open lines. We're doing real nicknames of NBA players. A lot of NBA fans out there. Jump on the Sports 56 listener lines now if you want to win a prize package. Again, not a hard or not an easy topic. Not the hardest in the world. If you know NBA nicknames, you should know these. But, of course, with my 
warped brain, I've come up with some uh, some tricky ones that are not real. Texter says, look up the history of the nursery rhyme, Ring Around the Roses. Ring Around the Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Ring Around the Rosie's pocket Pockets full, full of, of posies. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Would the house burn down? Uh, who knows? Arsonists involved in that one? What are posies? Uh, flowers, I would think. Some kind of flowers. I don't know. All right, who's next? Well, they got flowers in their pockets. I don't know. <laughs> See, these are things you don't question as a kid. But now that I start thinking about these things, I'm like, yeah, what the hell's a posy? Dan, like a, what's up? It's not like a poser. Hey, is guys. It? Hey, Dan. All right, real nicknames of NBA players. The Big Dipper. Yes. Cadillac. Yes. The Spin Doctor. No. Mr. Green Jeans. No. Dollar Bill. Yes. Bishop Buckets. No. The Duncan Dutchman. Yes. Plastic Man. Yes. Agent Zero. Yes. The Rifleman. Yes. Winner. Well done, Dan. He knows his NBA player nicknames. Dan, Dan. Congratulations, Dan's sir. You are a winner. Hold on. Zach will take care of you. Wow, that was fantastic. Well done. Yeah, no hesitation. Rolled through that list. We do have Anthony sitting around, Elon. Yeah, I'll give Anthony a You're shot. You're give Anthony a I'll shot? I'll give Anthony one shot. What's Anthony? up, Anthony? Anthony. Second chance opportunity. Pistol Pete. Yes. Holiday Inn. No. The Truth. Yes. Stevie Franchise. Yes. The Squirrel. No. Spider. Yes. White Chocolate. Yes. Dr. Duncanstein. Yes. Big Baby. Yes. Lightning McQueen. No. There's a second chance winner. Good hey, job, Anthony. Congratulations, Anthony. I'll, get together. I'll put a prize package together for you as well. Hold on. All right, so let's see if you can put the real name to the nickname. Eli Savoy, the Big Dipper. I know there's a name. I don't know who that it's is. One of the greats of all times. One of the great players of all times. One of the bigs. One of the giants. I mean, physically, and really. Is it Wilt? It is Wilt. Wilt Chamberlain, the Big Dipper, Cadillac. It was something Cadillac something. I don't know. Greg Cadillac Anderson, Dollar Bill, mm. Hall of Famer Bill Bradley. The Duncan Dutchman. That's Rick Smits. That is Rick Smits. Plastic Man. Stacy Hogman. Agent Zero. Gilbert. The Rifleman. Chuck Person. Love that nickname. Pistol Pete. Pete Maravich. The Truth. Uh, the Truth is uh, Paul Pierce. Good job. This is pretty easy. Stevie Franchise. Steve Francis. Spider. John Sally. Nice. White Chocolate. Jason Williams. Dr. Duncanstein. Uh, was that uh, Thompson? No, that was Luke Skywalker, David Thompson. This was uh, Daryl Griffith, uh, Dr. Duncanstein with Louisville. And then Big Baby? Glenn Davis. There you go. That is 10 in a row. Well done, ladies and gentlemen. Corky's so, ribs. Oh, sorry. I was going to give you a quick update on the, the song Ring Around the Rosie. <laughs> I'm oh, reading about it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about the Black Death. <laughs> yes. What? Not, Ring Around the Rosie meant the itchy rash around the infected sore of a person sick with the plague. 
Oh, I'm telling you, they all had warped minds back then when they P- came up with this Pocket stuff. Pocket full of posies were the flower petals that plague doctors showered upon their deceased patients. I knew it was flowers. Which also helped to ward off their odor. Yikes. Gosh, darn it. And ashes, ashes, but the cremated cremated remains of the deceased. Yeah, those are... See, you should have questioned these things more as a kid. What was the, um, the little vignettes, the little, um, uh, they did a remake of it with Matt Damon, um, of all these, oh, what were they called? Like the Hansel and Gretel's and, you know, fables and things like that. Yeah, but not Esau's fables. There was something else. Uh, I'll get it during the break. Somebody will know what I'm trying to come up with here, but they put together these things and they were all like, again, it was like a warped sense of, of, uh, and not even humor. I mean, it's not all of them are funny. In fact, very rarely is it funny, but when you read it, you go, okay, that's uh, nothing wrong with that. And then it ends up being something that's dark, just like you mentioned. Folks at Classic Arms, we talked earlier with Delaney Walker. He talked about he's a gun guy. He likes to go out and hunt and everything else. Well, hey, Delaney needs to get over to Classic Arms because you're not going to find more guns than what you'll find at Classic Arms. Whatever it is uh, you need a gun for, whether it be for hunting, whether it be for self-defense, whatever. Folks at Classic Arms have them. If you're a gun collector, they got a lot of different rare guns over there. They buy, they sell, they trade. They've got new guns. They've got used guns. They've got big guns. they got everything that you could imagine at Classic Arms. How about over 700 firearms in stock. That's right. 700 firearms in stock, as well as all the other supplies that you need, ammunition, anything else, cases, safes, all of that stuff. You can find that at Classic Arms. They're at 1740 Germantown Parkway. It's right behind Corky's Barbecue there on Germantown Parkway in Cordova. You can shop online 24-7, classicarmsofmemphis.com. They are the only gun importer here in the Mid-South. They guarantee the lowest prices. They've got free gun inspections, free gun appraisal, They've got every top brand name you can imagine at Classic Arms. Again, 1740 Germantown Parkway or online at ClassicArmsOfMemphis.com. I was thinking of the Brothers Grimm. They did like the movie with Matt Damon. The fairy tales, yeah. Hansel and Gretel and others. They're uh, Again, it's from Germany, right? Whoever, uh, those those guys, the Grimm, these Grimm tales are Grimm. The Grimm uh, fairy tales are dark man really really dark with the real meanings of those things all right we'll take a timeout come back wrap it up for the week this is sports 56 mornings with greg and eli on real sports talk sports 56 and 98.5 fm we are real sports talk sports 56 whbq available on your radio dial at 560 a.m and 98.5 fm as well as around the world online at sports 56 whbq.com Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings. Morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again. Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back. So I'm looking up the grim fairy tales. I forgot they did most of the ones that you've heard of. Snow White, Little Red Riding Hood, Sleeping Beauty, Tom Thumb, Rapunzel, The Golden Goose, Rumpelstiltskin. 
says the universal appeal of these stories, whether they are considered as psychological archetypes or as fantasy narratives. They said, <laughs> I looked up, which one's the darkest grim fairy tale? The Little Cinder Girl, a tale of blood sacrifice and paranormal revenge. As one of the bloodiest stories in the Grimm collection, this scary fairy tale teaches the value of tending graves and letting the universe take revenge on your enemies. Yikes. One of the Grimm's brothers was like the great, 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 I don't know, whatever, how many lines of, uh, I think, like, of uh, Russ Grimm, former Washington Redskin. <laughs> I thought you were going in that direction. Really? Russ Grimm's related no, to the- No, that's not true. Oh, <laughs> you fooled me. That's not- it might be true. Why not? It might be true. I have no idea, but I just- That I, was good. That's just completely made up. That was, that was completely made. If it is true, that's just pure luck because it's completely made up on my part. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to guess it is not true. Kind of like some of my nicknames there with uh, our 10 in R- a row, but that was good. You got me on that one. Raider Corey says- uh, Thanks for making my Friday morning great. Where else can you get urinal talk, nursery rhymes, and murder suspects? <laughs> That's right. I'm just gonna bring it. Up. I gotta get a little everything. Now, like, I, now, it, I can't quit getting all these little dang nursery rhymes out of my head. Now I start. I'm trying to remember because I, I haven't thought of nursery rhymes in so long, and I and I can't remember like the finish of most of them. I can I get the start. And I'm like, what's the next line of that? And it, it's, now it's driving me crazy. I'm all day long. I'm going to be thinking of different nursery rhymes and see how many actually remember the full thing. Uh, Nick Saban, a uh, good interview by Reese Davis, really good interview with Nick Saban. He talked about this past season being difficult for him from a health standpoint. He's not sick or anything like that, but just, it was very tough and he didn't want to commit to the players. When they asked, will you be around in three years? Will you be around in four years? He just, he couldn't do it. Um, they say that he's really interested in broadcasting, so maybe that's the next outlet for Nick Saban. But he did say it was a very late, late in the game when he decided that he was going to step down. So this wasn't something I'm sure he's contemplated it with him and Miss Terry, but this was not something that he had already made up his mind about a couple of months ago. So therefore, you had the recruiting, you had the portal, and then his decision to finally say this was it. He said, "Yeah, I mean, he didn't even know that he went back and forth." Just the the day it was going back and forth. You know, the last time I thought about nursery rounds was Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> when I had his cassette. Oh, that, those are funny. We, those we, I know. We That's what, yeah. The funny thing is, like the Andrew Dice Clay versions, I know pretty much all of those. I can't remember the original version of most of them. Well, but I can remember Andrew Dice Clay's versions of those things. Unfortunately, we can't play any and we'll not try to play any here on, on the show. Uh, if you missed it. Little uh, big, Boy Blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big news from this morning was the Patriots uh, did not waste any time in replacing Bill Belichick the day after. In fact, the morning after. Uh, Gerard Bayo uh, has been elevated to head coach of the New England Patriots, the former Tennessee Vol, eight seasons as a Patriots player, sixth all-time in tackles for the Patriots, two-time Pro Bowl selection, a Super Bowl champion, Gerard Mayo, the new coach of the New England Patriots. As far as Bill Belichick, where will he land? That's anybody's guess right now uh, good points were made about his his career being basically in the northeast so maybe washington but atlanta is the favorite atlanta is the, the favorite, favorite because atlanta is a, it, look it's a really good situation other than quarterback with desmond ritter you're he's suspect but they got really good quarter good, uh, good receivers good tight end good running backs pretty good defense Atlanta seems to make sense it's on the eastern seaboard I don't see him going out to Los Angeles I don't think he's an LA kind of guy I don't know him personally but there you get Justin Herbert with the Chargers a quarterback who is one of the upper echelon quarterbacks Washington's a bit of a mess but Josh Harris has the money the new owner be willing to spend and do what he has to but Belichick doesn't have all these years to wait around 
during a, a project that's rebuilding. Harbaugh he wants to be able the, to win now. Harbaugh is the betting favorite for the uh, the odds on favorite for the Charger job. What are his odds? Like, is it do you get better money if he lands that job as opposed to Belichick landing the Atlanta job? Like, are the odds? I think, higher? I think Belichick. Well, it's different. I mean, Belichick because it's it's Belichick's places. Um, I think I want to say Atlanta was one to one. I think it was even money. I think in the Chargers' next coach, Harbaugh was. I can't remember. I, uh, I'd have to look it up. I can't remember for sure. But you what, think what he's he, gone, right? I think he's going to the NFL. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Me too. The uh, but yeah, I and they are again Chargers. The only thing that so I think it was. So was that yesterday? The one thing with like Bill Belichick, one of the guys on ESPN was pointing out yesterday, like if you're like Bill Belichick is technically interviewing the team rather than the team interviewing Bill Belichick. Sure, when you're like the he, goat, that you happens. have to sell yourself to why he should come to you rather than you're like, hey, we're going to interview you to see if we want to choose you as our head coach. Hey, Corky's doesn't have to sell itself. Although I'll do a little selling here, I'll do a little promotion just to remind you how good Corky's is. A Memphis staple for four decades with four convenient locations at Poplar Avenue in Memphis, Poplar Avenue in Collierville, Germantown Parkway in Cordova, Goodman Road in Olive Branch. For lunch, for dinner, anytime this weekend, head on over to Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, the best barbecue in Memphis, and ask about their catering services. They have lunch specials every day, party packs starting at just seven forty nine, and reserve their private party room if you got an event coming up, a birthday party. Party anniversary at either the Cordova or the Olive Branch locations. That's Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Andrew Dice Clay, by the way, did not get the credit he deserved. He's a comedy genius back in the day. I have a feeling you're going to go listen to him today. Thank you, folks, for listening Hickory, to Dickory, us. Doc. We have to be, be careful here. We appreciate you listening all week long. Thanks uh, also to your uh, calls and your texts as well. Thanks to John Varlis for joining us. Delaney Walker, Matt Dillon, and Brandon Lang. We're back Monday. Even though it's a holiday, we'll see with the snow, but we're expected to be on bright and early at 7 a.m. on Monday. Stay tuned. Waldo and Friends on Sports 56 is coming up next. Enjoy all the football and basketball this weekend. For Eli Savoy. And Zach Boyd. I'm Greg Ganston. Have a great weekend, everybody.